When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so oh, it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish, the podcast that loves the feeling of fresh rain falling onto its face as it looks up at the sky with a smile because it's like nature giving it a never ending facial. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the face I was making when you were saying You were like, so nervous the entire time. We're like, what the fuck is happening? Are we doing the right podcast? I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today, hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. We're in my jeep. We're on set. I mean, in your, I don't know. <laughs> on uh, location. On location, in your jeep, uh, waiting for a ferry. We're on a road trip. The bad kind of ferry, not the good kind of ferry. Yeah. Not like you people. Oh, a fairy fairy. Oh. Like they take a boat to their home Oh my world. God, a party fairy would be so much fun. I can't talk to you without a mic in front of my face. I, <laughs> this is very odd. This is not typical. Um, yeah, we're going up to a cabin for the weekend with uh, some of our friends. The so. D&D group you might remember from season one. Season one? <laughs> Are we still in season one? From yeah. like very, when we were still, still in the single digits, I think. Uh, but yeah, so we decided it'd be fun to just record in the car yeah. on the way up there. Yeah, and today we're going to talk about... Open relationships. Open relationships on the open road. Yes, open. Ooh. Oh, great, there's another train. We're in Stillicum, Washington, waiting for a ferry across the Tacoma Narrows to Anderson Island. Which means nothing if you're not in Washington. We're looking across the water at the Tacoma Narrows Bridge, which was the bridge that shook itself to death. Back oh, in the fuck. day, Gallop and Gertie, have you seen that video? Yeah. That's that that's bridge. That's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Well, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but first? But first. we. <laughs> well, I have a paper. You don't have a paper because we thought maybe you'd be driving and that'd be dangerous. Yeah. So We have a correction. Oh, what's the correction? Uh, the correction is that when talking about some bitch blowing up, I, I called her um, uh, uh, Veruca Salt. In the last episode, it was not Veruca Salt that blew up into a blueberry. It it was Violet Beauregard. Uh, Violet. Yeah. That should have been the... Yep. Yeah, but an alert listener wrote in to, to say that I fucked that up, and they are right, so thanks to the math teacher, Chase. <laughs> Violet Blueberry Be- Beauregard. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks, Chase, for your pedanticism. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a math teacher. He's got to be. That's true. That's his whole thing. Uh, news? Oh, yeah, let's do the news. Okay. Uh, so f- These are all from memory. Just These all from memory. I'm super excited about it. So first of all, a report from some person. <laughs> Off to a good start. Uh, uh, I believe it was the FDA. Okay. Anyway, so for a while now, restrictions on donating blood if you were a man who has oh. sex with men have been relaxed. It used to be that there was a lifetime ban if you'd ever had sex with a dude. Then, not too long ago, they changed it so that if you had abstained from sex for a year, you could then donate blood. And a a report has come out that showed that relaxing those standards had zero change in the amount of HIV found in the blood supply. Oh, so the... The hypothesis when they originally did that is if we take more gay blood, there's going to be more HIV. So that's why we have the ban. And that's not the case. That is not the case. At least the relaxing it from you can never to you have to not bang for a year has resulted in no higher HIV. But but then it also makes me wonder 
is that just because nobody signed up for that? <laughs> we were still just pissed that we had to do that. Like, I'm not going to not have sex for a year to give you blood. Fuck no, that. Like, how much no. did that actually? Like, how many people are taking advantage That's of that? That's true. Yeah, I, of our sample size of three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but it's we, encouraging. Yeah, we discussed that in our episode blood, which was episode blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Also, season one. Um, <laughs> what are we in right now? Like two and a half, maybe. This. I, if if we go by birthdays, if we just say like birthdays, oh. then then this is season three, hmm. and this is the end of season three because season four will be our birthday, the oh, first week of April. Cute end of season three. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay. Next. Yeah. Great. So um, it'll come to me. Hold, please. Oh yeah, the coronavirus. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the coronavirus. It's, yeah. P- put on your gloves. <laughs> Did we bring any Purell? There was Purell at Bevmo just now. That was yeah, great. yeah. It was like in a place <laughs> filled with alcohol. Let's give you more alcohol to rub on yourself. Um, sure. Is there a gay angle, or is this just general? There, I mean, I know we caused the coronavirus. There is a gay angle. Okay. So it turns out that there are three risk factors more prevalent in gay people than everyone else, and therefore the coronavirus is a bigger deal for our community hmm. than straight people. Would you care to guess uh, what those three things might be? I mean, one would be HIV status. That is correct. Because it, your immune immune system is already compromised, making you more susceptible to all kinds of things. That is correct. HIV and cancer are both more prevalent in gay people. Cancer, one of the treatments for that can be chemotherapy, which is an immunosuppressant as well. Mm. So those two health factors um, lead to coronavirus being far more dangerous because of immunocompromise. Yeah. That's, that's, someone, that's correct. Someone tweeted something. You don't sound so surprised. Um, <laughs> someone tweeted something that, like, some kind of virus hitting, like, immunocompromised people has a different ring to it in the gay community. <laughs> and that's, like, yeah. you know. Um, I also have, like, those memes of, like, an epidemic that's killing people disproportionately. We know what that's all about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Follow us, straight people. We know what we're doing. <laughs> um, I would say the other second thing might be homelessness. That was not listed as a factor in this particular article that I was reading. However, I, you're probably on to something. I am. Um, <laughs> I am. Yeah. Um, uh, there, although there is there is one of the three things that they mentioned, I think, is highly correlated. To oh, okay. Uh, uh, having no... No, having no family would make you less likely to get it because you don't talk to people. (laughs) I've never been so glad to be a hermit in my whole life. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Are gay people social? Do they, like, go out more and talk more and... No, it's a good guess. I like that guess. Thank you. I like that guess. Sounds like you're prepping for no, that's wrong. That's, yeah. Okay, no, what are the other two? Um, so the second one is that gay people have a slightly different relationship to the healthcare industry than Uh, straight people do. Having access to a doctor that they trust, that they're willing to go to to get help mm -hmm. is a, is a risk factor. Um, that they're, that they're a little worried about. Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, that's so true. It's super true. And the number of gay people that I talk to that have, like, bizarre conspiracy theories about, like, how doctors work and medication works, it's it's fascinating to me because I I also, maybe maybe I'm wrong about this, I like to think of gay people as being smart, um, and they make dumb decisions about healthcare, <laughs> like, all the time. Yeah. I mean, there is, yeah, there's also that, like, systematic, like, doctors are not always educated on LGBT issues, people don't feel comfortable 
sharing that plus everything else. What? <laughs> Nothing. Just like, yeah, like doctors are dumb too. Like, we need to <laughs> Everyone's <remember>. stupid. <laughs> uh, welcome to Earth. Welcome um, to Earth. And the third one, the one that makes me the most angry, actually, coronavirus is an upper respiratory infection, and gay people smoke more oh. than straight people. So smokers are especially vulnerable to upper respiratory infections such as the coronavirus and because gay people are 50% more likely to smoke nicotine damn our community is at a higher risk for upper respiratory infections such as coronavirus which that is proving particularly deadly can you pass the coronavirus through jizz asking for a friend uh, further study needed Kyle <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it <laughs> uh, well all from memory. Do you yeah. remember your sources? Uh, I can get those. I don't care. Um, I, I, they're on my phone, which I could pick up right now, but I'm enjoying trying to do yeah, this from memory. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I want to thank... I did news not... News the last. Oh, shit. Okay. Let's keep talking about news. News the last. Yeah. A petition has formed uh, that is trying to pressure the Oxford English Dictionary to change its definition of woman. Huh. Now, on the surface... That sounds like, okay, we're going to be sensitive to maybe trans issues, yeah, yeah. or we're going to look at, at, at the very least, like gender equality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the problem is, and I can't fucking believe this, the definition itself is largely, like, pretty okay. Like, adult human female is <laughs> like some, some combination of that, I think, anyway, is, is what the definition is. The problem is, under synonyms for woman, the first one is bitch. <laughs> In the Oxford English Dictionary. I'm going to get my phone out for this one because I want to read the whole list. There's just this, like, are you fucking kidding me list of synonyms for okay. woman. If that's a synonym, like, ah, oh, this lady just cut in front of me in line. What a woman. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, like, like call, call, call her a bitch. It's the Oxford English Dictionary says it's fine. It's just yeah. a synonym. Yeah, it's just the same thing. Oh, my God. Can you imagine a non-native speaker, like, looking that up and being like, oh, cool. And then it's like, oh... Uh, the leaders of Women's Aid and the Women's Equality Party are among those who have signed an open letter that calls on the Oxford University Press to change its dictionary's sexist definitions of the word woman. According to the petition, the Oxford Dictionary offers a series of synonyms for women, including bitch, besom, peace, bit, mare, baggage, <laughs> wench, petticoat, frail, bird, bent, bitty, and filly. That's... I had no idea that was in there, and that's... Well, that's... at first I was like, okay, there's somebody being real nitpicky. Like, it's the Oxford oh, yeah. English Dictionary. How bad could this yeah, be? And yeah. It's like, bitch. <laughs> I wonder what the synonym for man is. By contrast, the word... Oh, oh, the, the word, oh my God. For the word man, the examples and synonyms are exemplary, demonstrating intellect and social status. They did oh, not you. list them, oh. but apparently the synonyms for man are, like, awesome things. Yeah. The but there's no male equivalent for bitch. There's asshole, I suppose. But yeah, uh, dick. Mm. I just think of that as a R. Yeah, no. There's. Uh, I don't know. I met some women that are total dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're such women. <laughs> that's that's horrible. That's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, part of it too, I think, like it's been around forever, and you wonder. Like, how often does a dictionary, especially one that's 300 years old or whatever the fuck, how often do they revisit 
everyday words. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. how, how you many... You think we kind of nailed women? Oh, wait. We, like, <laughs> like, we got women. Like, don't worry. That's, a, like, the definition of, like, orange. Like, we mm-hmm. got it. Well, well, yeah, but apparently not. Nope. Nope. Uh, that's the news. That's the news. Wow. Um, I realize why this feels weird. It's because... We're talking in our podcasting voices. It's not like it's just slightly different than regular voices, but we're not in front of microphones. So it feels like we're having a conversation in our podcasting voices, which is not how we usually. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You're right. This is Um, this is this is highly inflected. (laughs) Tell Um, me what you're going to tell me. Oh, my God. Thank you to our (laughs) Patreon members. (laughs) Can you imagine if the whole thing was like that? I would would like it for a little bit. Um. Thank you to Patreon members Brie Lamb. She's a lamb. Um, I don't actually don't know her pronouns. Maybe Mary Their could have pronouns. her. What? Maybe Mary could have her. Thank you to Art. Garfunkel? No, I think it's just the general concept of art <laughs> supports us. <laughs> Thank you Thank to you the to... Renaissance. <laughs> um, and Luther Shields, which I had to look up because I was like, wait, didn't we already say it? A Shields and it was someone else Shields. So there are two Shields. The whole Shields family. The Shieldses are really support. Also, again, Luther Shields, Night Detective. Like, that's just. <laughs> Luther Shields, <laughs> P.I. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you can get bonus content, bonus episodes at uh, patreon.com slash podcast. Do we have to talk to this dude who's yes. walking up to. Oh, okay. If this, if we sound non sequitur, it's because we keep having little breaks where trains go by or people ask for tickets. Okay. Um, do you want to talk about open relationships? Let's talk about open relationships. While we're on the open road. Yeah. Let's, let's open it up. Um, <laughs> which the open road implies you're moving. We're, we're the, sitting in yeah. line for a ferry. <laughs> I mean, it's open. I'm behind the wheel. We can pretend. That's true. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> um, okay. I really wanted to do this. We have guests, we should say. Yeah. Um, they are going to be uh, a couple that we're friends with, one of whom is in our D&D group, and uh, they recently changed over to an open relationship. Yeah. Is it fully open? I don't know. Like, I, we've talked to them, like, I've talked to them less than you have about this. Like, yeah. every time we hang out, you're like, tell me about what's going on. Yeah, well, <laughs> and- I, it, it seems like there are some things people bring up. This is going to sound weird. Uh, uh... Someone mentions a death. Someone talks about uh, depression. Someone talks about a new big thing, and then it's uncomfortable, so no one asks them about it. Mm, like, mm, I mm. mean, specifically, I think of death because no one asks how. Are, like, they tell you about the person dying, and you're like, "Wow, that really sucks," and then you never talk about it again. So I think it's nice to be like a week later. How are you doing? How are you dealing with this? What's you know what's going on? I do suppose in, a, in, a, in like. From a certain perspective, asking like, "Hey, who are you fucking these days?" is a way to show support. Yeah, like it well, says that you're on board. Yeah, like, that's the, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's um, yeah, that's kind of it. Like, okay, here's this big new thing. Not everyone that they're friends with might get it, might uh, be down with it, might know, might feel uncomfortable, and so yeah, exactly. Like, so when you asked them to be on the show, was there any awkwardness there? No, they're like, yeah, sure. I mean, they just had the like, like a lot of our guests. Like, I'm no expert. Like, I just. You know, which is exactly what we want. Gayish. We don't want. <laughs> we don't want experts. Um, although we did get that, we talked about someone's research 
Uh, oh, you talked about someone's research, and that person heard us, oh, and wow. then wrote us, and so we're going to have them on at some did point. Did they say I fucked it all up? Uh, no, but they did bring up interesting things about anal sex. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but like the academic side. Oh. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. But before we get our friends on to talk about their open relationship, or I don't, yeah, you're right, I don't know. I mean, what, we should talk about what that means, I think. What it, and what they call it, because yeah. I don't know if, um, but I really wanted to do Gata. Okay. Because because everyone's in an open relationship and just there's no hope for monogamy. Just get over it. Let's talk about that. Okay, great. Um, so I got what I'm about to tell you got from the research choices perspective of younger gay men on monogamy, non-monogamy, and marriage by mm. Lands Lowen and Blake Spears. Choices. Spears. That's what I. <laughs> that's what I was focused on. Great. I couldn't really go along with you because I was still. I was thinking of my Spears. Um, like Britney's uncle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Britney's uncle says no. Um, it's. Uh, you can see this research at thecouplesstudy.com. The most interesting thing that this study found is younger people are monogamous, sir, are more monogamous. Monogamous, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like, especially a lot of my friends and people that talk about it, think like, oh, open relationships are this new thing. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, you know, now everyone, exactly what you said, now everyone's in it. But turns out that's uh, not the case. There are a couple of reasons for that. And one is gay men now have the option of marriage. Sure. It's kind of, um, it's interesting because I think of being gay as breaking the heteronormative uh tendencies um i mean there's a lot less heterosexual sex happening <laughs> in the gay you, community yes. <laughs> far less but by people trans people anyway um uh but you you have the option of marriage so now it's kind of shifting to where people see that as an option and are kind of going more into or more people are feel like feel like that's an option and, and go more mainstream with their relationship. Mm -hmm. um, another reason is as people are um, coming out sooner, they uh, have less of that like closeted sex is what they called it or like the Hot. I know, right? <laughs> um, no, but like less they, they can be gay, like uh, have like the right adolescent ex sexual experience and growth that straight people have. Um, and then proceed on to their, like, uh, part, uh, I'm going to kind of guess here, but, like, a reason for opening your relationship is I never got to experience my slutty phase. Yeah. So, you know, if you're in a relationship, you may still want to, like, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Um, there were a small but significant number of couples that described themselves as monogamous, sir. <laughs> Uh, described themselves as monogamous, even though they had three ways or occasional sex with other people. So that's an interesting, there's both like how people define themselves in the relationship, but it may be different. Like how they act may be slightly different. You know how I get sometimes. <laughs> okay, let's do it. You can't say we're monogamous and then do the opposite of the meaning of the word monogamy. Um, that's just horseshit. Okay. Like, that's just like, you are you or aren't you, you don't get to just co-opt a word but, because you think it sounds better. But, okay. But I think this is where we don't like this. People in the study called them monogamish. There's not a word for, like, 
it's not open, it's not closed, like a ajar relationship. Like, there's no, like, good... <laughs> I like ajar. <laughs> and, like, monogamous, like, their definition could include we only have sex with each other. Like, there may be other people there, but, like... Okay. You know, what's the... what's Also, people are not... Like, people don't fit in logical things, so they're, like, I think the interesting thing is then to study, like, okay, why do they call themselves monogamous? Um, I guess from a certain pedantic perspective, monogamy really means being married to one person, right? Like, oh, uh, polygamy, gummy is the... Gummy? G-A-M-Y. Oh. Gummy. Polygamy is being married to multiple people. Yeah. Do you think gummy bears are polygamous? And that's what they're doing in that bag? Bigamy is being married to two people. <laughs> I, 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 no, keep going. That was, you don't need to stop and talk about that. Um, so, I guess you're only in a monogamous relationship if you're married? Matt, I think that's like, the Which, point is like, people can define themselves in lots of different ways and it can mean different things to you. It bugs me. Okay. It bugs me. You're I mean, right that there is no word people. and we need a word. We need to be able to describe that and... But just, I think I'm, my guess is, and I clearly, I don't fucking know, but I'm going to say some shit anyway. Gayish. <laughs> um, that people, people think that monogamy is virtuous and therefore cling to that word mm. and shoehorn their non-monogamous behavior under that label because it makes them feel better on some sort of spiritual level or something. And hmm. like, I just, I, whatever. Who cares? Fuck who you want to. I don't well, know why you need to, like... But that... I feel like that you create these things that you don't know if they're true and then get angry at them when, like, <laughs> you, like you just invented that, huh. and then you're angry at those people. Like, huh. You don't know why they call it... You, people, like, things will just never fit in, like, tidy boxes, I think, like, you might want, especially in this case, and there are people that say they're monogamous and have three ways, and, like, but why is that, or what's the... What's the dealio? Hmm. I'm going to keep going. Okay. Um, uh, Why does it... But I'm only like this when... Well, not only, but mostly like this with words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think... uh, Yeah, you're into grammar and language and... But also you like structure and organization and, like, people using a word that is not what you think of as the word, and especially when things have, like, very logical definitions... I think that's... I don't know. Okay. Let's keep going. Uh, we have to actually, like, literally keep going. Oh. I'm going to keep talking. Okay, do it. Uh, sorry for your noise. We're actually driving, though. Um, the... Whether they were open or closed was not an indicator of if they had satisfying sex lives with their primary partner. What was important was the length of the relationship. So, open or closed, the longer the relationship, the more satisfying sex they have with their partner. Interesting. Yeah. Um, They don't talk about uh, women in open relationships very much. I only hear gay men when they talk about it. So, in the 2015 Ultimate Lesbian Sex Survey... Oh, God. Yeah, it's hot. um, (laughs) 15% of women were in non-monogamous relationships, and only 22% preferred mostly monogamy. So, it's not that, like, everyone's in one, but they're more... You just think of lesbians, the stereotype would be that they are closed, they are only them, like, you know, monogamy would be important to lesbians, um, at least that's my stereotype, and that's not necessarily the case. 
And then a different study, last thing I'll say is... But uh, the ultimate lesbian sex survey, or whatever the fuck you called it. Yep, yep. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm stuck on that. Like, I just never thought of there being an ultimate lesbian anything, I guess. <laughs> ultimate lesbian could be like a reality show, like RuPaul's Drag Race, <laughs> but you have to compete for like... Rosie O'Donnell's ultimate lesbian, lesbian competition. Ult- <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Let's pitch it. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Okay. Last thing I'll say is um, the apparently this only started being studied in uh, 1984 with the groundbreaking book The Male Couple by David McWhorter, M.D., and Andre Madison, M.D., Ph.D. Ooh, sorry. I almost demoted him. Um, <laughs> they did an interview. Because <laughs> Ph.D.s are more trained than M.D.s? What's M.D.? medical doctor? I don't know. Why didn't... Why are those... Okay, this is not... Okay, okay. Keep going. Uh, it's apples and I dildos just, that you're... <laughs> like, <it's>, <laughs> uh, okay, so they found that after five years, all the couples, they uh, interviewed 156, all the couples in, had incorporated some kind of provision for outside sexual activity. Wait, say that one more time. Uh, after five years, all of the couples, uh, which is 156 long-term couples, all the couples had incorporated some provision for outside sexual activity. Provision sounds like it's a constitutional amendment. <laughs> I propose ratification <laughs> of this new... Okay. Subsection 4 <laughs> says, I'm going to... I'm going to fuck but not kiss. <laughs> like, but, I, oh God, okay. For the idealist out there who bitches that monogamy isn't a thing, that basically says monogamy isn't a thing. Um, th- well, I would I would say back to the original thing that I said, though, of, like, this was 84, and people are getting more and more mon- open to monogamy. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I mean, I think it's common in the gay community. It's not a new thing, even though a lot of people think it's a new thing, and people are getting more monogam- or monogamous or... That's my takeaways from the study. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Why you have frowny face. Or that's your probably thinking face. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I have to talk about Trevor, and I don't know whether I want to talk about that now or if I'm going to talk about that later. And I'm pretty sure that after we... Give us the preview. Well, when we come back from the break, then we're going to be with them, and the story and focus, I think, should be on on them and what's going on This is our podcast. Fuck them. Yeah. All right. Hey, we had you on this show. Listen to us talk. (laughs) So... We started the podcast in April of 2017. At that point, he and I were still together and living together. And it was the September before that that he came back. I'm trying to unwind this so that I can get a timeline going. Mm-hmm. Uh, going. So it was 2016. Somewhere in 2016. Um, I was not perfect in our relationship. At, at uh, um, I did not have a flawless record of... of adhering to the boundaries of our relationship. But um, I was always very careful and... Um, Does that mean condoms? I, I, no, it means non, not anal. Oh, okay. And uh, and it also didn't happen that often. God, this is not the Mike confesses to cheating sometimes <laughs> podcast. Um... I was always very careful, and it was very rare, 
and at that stage was working really hard on our relationship and had been completely monogamous no contact whatsoever with anybody other than him so then when it started to hurt when I peed and I went to my doctor and he was like you have gonorrhea and I was like well the only person I've been banging is Trevor in a long time Mm -hmm. banging ever the whole time we were together Um, so that's where I got it okay great so I sat him down had a chat with him like I have gonorrhea I had to have gotten it from you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and I had had thoughts before that he was being extracurricular <laughs> and just sort of let it slide or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, he, that spring, spring of 2016, left, and we were separated for a long time. At least it felt like a long time, six months or so. Not long enough <laughs> for you. Um... When we got back together, though, in September of 2016, one of the negotiating points of getting back together was that we were going to be open. And one of the things I hope we say over and over again on this show, this episode, is that uh, these terms don't mean anything, and it is up to the two people involved in the relationship to define what it means so it's clear. Yeah. Because I think that these things only work when the boundaries are very clear, Mm -hmm. and you adhere to them, and you communicate and you say exactly what the rules are so that they can be followed and everybody's on the same page. I also think people need to be willing to, this is a hard one, like be willing to, if you, like, you probably can't find every single thing, every single boundary and establish them. So you have to be willing to like, well, you didn't technically violate a boundary when you did this, but I now recognize when you did that, I didn't like it. So now let's set this, let's talk about that, set a new thing and not immediate. Like the instinct would be immediately like, Oh, you fucked up. You're wrong. Even though that wasn't defined. And so to be able to take that and be like, Hey, I'm upset. It's okay that I'm upset. It's also, you didn't technically do anything wrong. So now let's talk about it and figure it out. Like it's, it should be that not we're in a fight now. Yep. Anyway. Yep. No, for sure. For sure. Um, so now you're in an open relationship with Trevor. Now I'm in an open relationship with Trevor. And so... Or at this point in the story. At this point in the story. And so my whole thing was, and I stand by it even still, despite everything that's happened, bang whoever you want to. I don't care. His sex drive is a lot higher than mine already anyway. Oh, there's a seal. Do you see it? Oh, no, I missed it. I see the splash. Wait. Is um, that a driftwood or That's alligator? driftwood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... Bang whoever you want to. That part doesn't bother me. In fact, his sex drive was so much higher than mine, and it was like, maybe somebody else can take care of this. <laughs> I, um, but don't fall in love. Yeah. I didn't. I just didn't want there to be feelings. Have whatever physical relationship you want to, but yeah. I, I, I'm your person. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's not a knock on polyamory. That works. It's just it it. It wasn't for me, and I don't know if it ever will be. Yeah. But it definitely wasn't for me, and I said so at the time to Trevor. So I hooked up with, like, maybe three guys throughout the rest of our marriage. Um, well, our, you know, before he left for good. Um, we... There was a time that on my birthday that Derek stayed over. That was a little odd. Because I didn't... I I basically like passed out when they banged next to me, which that feels weird. 
Um, and then after Christmas time, nope, it was before Christmas. He started seeing Robbie and Josh, and that's who he's still with. He left me to be in a throuple with them, and. I, I don't know. It would be really easy. It would be very easy for me if I wanted to to blame that the ultimate end of our relationship on the fact that we had opened it up, but I don't. I think that's mature of you. Because it'd be easy to blame the open relationship. I I feel like not everyone thinks this, but I told you even when it was happening, like I'm impressed and happy and think you'd made the right decision to like make your make your where make your marriage work. Um, make your marriage work you figured out what was okay to try out for you and you and you gave that a shot and I would still uh, you know support that decision yeah yeah I do wonder I saw th- I saw the whole thing happening the interesting thing that I don't think people would expect is like you all hung out together like yeah. all of you like the four of us yeah pretty yeah often. like so it wasn't like go fuck them and come back he would go fuck them and come back like and near the end it would be they would come over we would all have dinner and then I would sleep in our bed and he would go sleep with them in our guest bed like it got real weird and this this sort of leads into what I was starting to try to say that like I didn't hold to my boundary I saw him falling in love with them after saying that that's what I did not want and I let it go anyway because I was so worried he was going to leave again after he came back he could have fucking done anything mm-hmm. and I would have let him and did apparently because I just I didn't want to scare him away I didn't want yeah. to spook him and uh, that was desperate and stupid and I don't know if it would have been any different hindsight's always twenty twenty and all of that but I do sometimes wonder what if we had opened things up a little earlier because I wasn't perfect I was like 95% perfect but what if that 5% I didn't have to view as imperfection, but it's just, like, our our relationship? <laughs> and um, would that have changed anything? Uh, am I wrong for, like, I, I don't know. It gets complicated. It gets complicated. I do think, when I think about dating and I think about, like, what's next, I, I think... I think that's the same I want the same thing I want my person I want a romantic relationship I want to be their primary person I I need to maybe think more about what that means so that I can better identify when that is threatened yeah I mean go fuck who you want to I really that I don't when he was fucking other people I really it did not bother me (laughs) it was his relationships with other people that bothered me and I think that that's I think that's how I'm wired. Yeah. And I think that that'll be okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, well, first, I want to go back and say, like, this is not on you. Like, I I understand why, especially someone like you would go back and say, what did I do? What could I have changed? But this is one of those situations, like, I don't think there was anything you could do. Like, as the observer, I just don't think, I think you tried everything you could in that relationship. And so you need to, like give yourself like the no I did everything I could I tried to make it work in lots of different ways yeah um, and it's understandable you were worried about him leaving again because he had done that just recently so it makes sense that you kind of let things slide because um, you wanted that relationship to work no matter what yeah 
Um, but I think that's like some people have these, like you know, they're different types of rules. Like one of them could be you don't hook up with people twice. Yeah. Um, or I think that's why it's. I know everyone thinks it's an odd rule. Like don't kiss. Like kiss is like a, a little bit more affection. I think in people's minds. So yeah. not that I like buy into it, but like. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there are different rules that can help kind of make some of those things happen more. Yeah. I've been, we should we should talk about that with, with yeah. these guys, too. Yeah, what are their rules? And um, I've been in a monogamish relationship, and I think that works for me. I think I would be too jealous if someone fucked people without me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, in my mind, it, it, it'll depend on the person that I'm with and I think it's, it's I don't have like a it has to be this I do think like completely open would not work for me but I my ideal is probably some kind of monogamish relationship where we only hook up with people together um, it's really interesting I don't know what it says about me or whatever but like to me having the occasional third join you is still monogamy so like okay now wait I know I know I know, I know don't make, <laughs> you put your finger away <laughs> <laughs> no, this is. You just. I know. You just. I know. You just. I know. But I know. <laughs> I know. Something about doing it together makes it still like we are we are a unified sexual unit that, or something. That's and literally what I said. I, I, just, I just said just, that. Just, just, just. You, you just, processed it. Just. Yes. You got there. I just remember I'm always right. Just believe That's me. not even true yay, a little yay, bit. Yay, yay, yay. <laughs> you mean I'm not right about that? No. Um, uh, okay. Three ways. Three ways. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I think it, it makes me feel more comfortable. Like, it, yeah, I think, like, we are doing this together. We, it's like, we are having sex with someone. Yeah. Or someone's. Yeah. Or everyone. Like. All the people. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're we're on the water now. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Great. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're back. <laughs> we're back. Exactly, uh, just like that. Yeah. We're, we're here with these guys. With Keegan and Tom. Hi. Uh they are our friends in real life and Keegan is the one in our D&D group. What? Oh, yep. Just we have friends in real life that are that, not that, that are, are not, not each other or fucking dead. Yep, we did not pay these people <laughs> to <laughs> pretend to be our friends. Wait, uh, I'm not getting paid. Oh, well, let's talk about that off mic. Okay. <laughs> um, off pod. Off pod. Barf. Hi, Keegan and Tom. Hi. Hi. How are y'all doing? Good. Good. Why do we know you guys? I mean, so the story in my head, which may or may not be accurate, is that Kyle knows me. I was married to Trevor. Trevor used to work with Carly. Carly knew one of you, and the other one of you was married to the other one of you. Yeah, Carly worked with me. What did yeah. you do together? We worked at the Fry. Oh, at the same time Trevor was there? Was no. No overlap. No, no overlap with Trevor. Okay. Lucky you. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start with how long have y'all been together? 15 years. 15. And how long married? Six, almost six. Wait, twenty thirteen September. Oh yeah, six and a half. My, that's what my granddaughter boyfriend says. Um, d- <laughs> dick size. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got it. Okay, you were just clearing anyway. That's cool. <laughs> my my dick is six and a half years long. <laughs> <laughs> six and a half parsecs. That alone, 
the that's idea. forever in gay years. In gay that's years. for fucking ever. <laughs> that that was the Do you shorter feel like way. That's of... forever. Yeah, I feel like like kind of. pretty much our adult lives. We met when I was like twenty one, and he was twenty. Yeah, were both of you out? Like, have you been gay for that long too? I think I was barely out. I I came out when I was nineteen, hmm. and then I just like came out to everyone. So I guess yeah. By the time I was 20, I met Keegan. But like for your, almost your full out life, you've been with Keegan. Oh, yeah. Keegan? Not the same. <laughs> Go on. Uh, I came out when I was 15. Damn. In high school. Yeah. Do you know anyone with a longer relationship? A, any gays, any queers with a longer relationship same than Same age you? or, I mean, older? Yeah. Who? Anyone friends with? <laughs> our, neighbors. our neighbors across the street. Oh, they're like fifty-five and sixty. That's adorable. How long have they been together? I don't know exactly, but like, were you alive a long yet? Time. Like, they've lived in their house <laughs> for twelve years, and then they lived in another house for like ten years before that. So at least twenty. So years. like, uh, yeah, that's a while. That's crazy to me. Okay, so we're gonna get into the open relationship part. What is your? Before that started, what has your relationship been, and how did you all view like sex or monogamy before this? At a certain point, differently. <gasps> <laughs> In the beginning, like we had a conversation about like, is this going to be monogamous? And I think, I, I think, uh, I was like, maybe it shouldn't be. Tom's like, yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's opposite. Like, I would think that someone who's more recently out would be like, I want to fuck everyone, but you wanted it to be monogamous. Yeah. yeah Why? Tom, Tom never did fuck everyone. I didn't. I, I think You I didn't was, fuck everyone? No. Yet? No. <laughs> I, I think I was more insecure at the time. And I was like, I like this guy, and I want to make sure that he's with me. Lock it down. Yeah. <laughs> So at the beginning of your relationship, then what was it that made you consider non-monogamy? So I was in college and had, and I haven't thought about how I'm going to say this. You fucked everyone? <laughs> I mean, not everyone. You fucked a lot of them? Uh, I, I mean, I definitely had a slutty phase yeah. in college. And my friend group at the time was like a lot of like really cool lesbians who listened to to Ani DeFranco and I don't remember if I even read it but I remember the book Ethical Slut being like passed around between people yeah and so, like, passed around yeah passed around so I think there was just conceptually the idea of an open relationship was very appealing to me and then there's also just the whole like, feeling of not being locked into only one thing or one person forever was very appealing because I'm a little indecisive oh. <laughs> so it's like yeah i mean committing yourself for forever is mm -hmm. like wait but he's the one that proposed sure yeah and i mean we were together for like nine years before i proposed man okay it's just like does that take a little bit of the edge off of like this is forever if there's like some wiggle room is that yeah i it? think that was the hmm. that was the feeling i had at the time that makes sense to mm -hmm. me of like i think i want to get married Marriage is crazy, though, to think like we're we're going to be together for the rest of our lives. Like you're going to be such different people. I like that makes sense to me of like putting a little bit of uh, like, let's hedge our bets a little bit. It's like voting. Do it early and often. <laughs> get, I don't get married early and often. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. OK. So, Tom, then when Keegan suggested this and when you talked about that. 
you were someone that wanted a monogamous relationship. How did that come across to you or how did you feel about that? I mean, I guess if I'm honest, I took it as a personal attack. Yeah. Like that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. <laughs> so that adds some drama. Well, there was specifically, which Keegan didn't say, like he had a crush on a coworker and told me about it and was like, Can this go anywhere? I said, No. Like, I'm your crush. Um <laughs> I'm your only crush. That's so adorable I'm gonna puke, but I, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know how to navigate that at the time that like Keegan could have his attention split between me and this guy who I think I hadn't even met. Was was he hot? <laughs> was, he wor- was he worth he opening was okay. up? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Hold on. I drank too much for this. That's what happened. Oh, do you need me it's to gonna go be ahead a gra- and It's going to be a great episode. <laughs> just, 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 so, just so you know. So entering the relationship, Keegan has already broached the subject of, of, of not necessarily being monogamous. And you're like, no, shut it down. Something has shifted. Do you think the you of 15 years ago would be freaked out about what's happening now? Or what, what shifted? Like why? Oh, I probably would be freaked out. Yeah. But then, I mean, what shifted was me. Like, I got a crush on someone. Mm-hmm. And then I was oh. the one who then went to Keegan. I was like, so we had that conversation. <laughs> like, remember <laughs> about 25 years ago? I was very decisive. Um, let's revisit. Uh, did that, did the fact that you had had the conversation in the past make it feel more okay to bring it up now no it didn't help no, at all I, I mean i think it made me feel more awkward because i was like oh, oh shit i shut this down yeah and now i understand that this is something that could be fun to explore yeah how does that conversation go over in your relationship i, I, I would i would start with good for you for leaning into that i think there are a lot of people that like once they've put their foot down picking it back up is super hard yeah so the fact that you could do that i think is is pretty great yeah like, oh, thanks but now answer kyle's question, question? <laughs> just like how does that conversation how does that go in your relationship like how does that then go down when you're like oh hey bt dubs you've right. well keegan can correct me if i'm wrong about this but I, I feel like we talk a lot and we'll talk calmly yeah that's accurate like everything is open for discussion even that first conversation that tom brought up was very calm i remember that we were in a we were tom was driving and we were in the car and i was like thinking this is not a conversation that you bring up while you're driving in a car (laughs) (laughs) but great Uh, wait the conversation about tom you having a crush on someone yeah Uh, yeah yeah i disagree (laughs) (laughs) about what about the car driving is the perfect time to come up to bring up a, a, a potentially uncomfortable conversation because you not making eye contact is justifiable because you're driving. I, I'm like, I have shit to do. I can talk about it and I don't have to worry about looking at you or how you're reacting unless I want but to or they, need to. Like, go ahead. But if it gets 
too intense and you crash the car <laughs> and then you die. Say, well, I'm more Not worried a- about someone intentionally like, you break up with me, I kill you. Like, you know, <laughs> I break up with your life. Like, you know, and then crash the car. I don't know. Maybe I'm a crazy I girl. I hadn't thought of the eye contact. I just wanted a captive audience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> you didn't want me to run away. <laughs> I do that. Uh, do you? Yeah. When you have uncomfortable conversations, do you run away? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. do that. I do that too. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why do you think that is? Mm, I get overwhelmed and I shut down and I have to leave. Mm-hmm. It's called fight or flight for a reason, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did that feel when uh, Tom brought up like him having a crush? Uh, mostly, it was really fucking surprising. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Well, that would have been nice several years ago. Yeah, you could have fucked your coworker. If- <laughs> yeah. I could have. <laughs> Do you think about all the boys that fell through your fingers because of Tom? Just, Are no. you? No. Oh, no. Or do you want to start now? No. Do you want to list them in order? No. All the boys I've fucked before? No? Okay. Willie Nelson. Oh, we did this already. Mm-hmm. The, we, we're, okay, maybe we've gone on too long in our podcast because now we're repeating jokes. <laughs> Oh well, our Not- listeners are dumb dumbs. They don't remember. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it can never go long enough. Um, so that might get edited out. <laughs> nah, that kind of stuff usually stays in. I have a, th- I have a theory that they they like what I mean to them. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're also dicks to ourselves, so I think it takes one to fuck one. I don't know. Um. Okay. So, other than being surprised, I could imagine there being a little bit of insecurity around you have a crush on someone. Did you have any of that? No, not really. It's Tom's true though. Like when the shoe when the shoe is on the other foot, sometimes it changes it. Tom gave me a weird look. Like I mean, you weren't yeah. totally. I I think you were a little jealous, or not jealous, but worried. I don't think I was. Hmm. I don't remember feeling worried or jealous. I was mostly surprised because of how like immediately definitive you were. When I brought up the same topic. So let's get to like, how did you then define your relationship and what were the rules if you had any? Tom, you just did a funny <laughs> smirk that I need to now call out because it's it was just very distinct. Well, it just, it's still changing. Like at, sure. at the, at, for that very first conversation, um, my ask was like, oh, can I like fool around with this one guy? Maybe anyone he's with. And <laughs> hold on, I'm like, really into this, this one guy and the and Green Bay Packers any of his because friends. they have yeah. to do with him. <laughs> Anyone within a six foot radius is fair game. Hey, everybody, get into a little clump. I need to fuck all of you. Okay, no, I just can't imagine you doing that, but that's what it. Okay, so and I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the beginning, like that's what it was. Yeah, I was like, this is my, this is the one thing. And that's it. Yeah. It's always been very, very specific to people. And then, like, at the beginning, I was very uh, selfish. And I was like, so I want this for me. Uh, Nothing has changed for you. Oh. Um, And that's evolved. And part of the reason for that was that when we met, Tom had not dated anyone else. Yeah. And... Like, Tom never had that slutty face. Yeah. So this is his chance. That's very mm-hmm. adult and 
an adult and like it like impressive of you to be able to say like oh that's an experience that you haven't had yet and i want to give that i want them to give that to you like <laughs> totally how do you i don't know how do you just ha- have that secured like <clears throat> so many people including probably me would be jealous in that situation i think i just feel really really secure in our relationship hmm. like i don't what does that feel like <laughs> <laughs> like i just I don't ever feel in any way like our relationship is at risk or hmm. something that I need to worry about. I did want to say, you mentioned this in the Jeep on the way here, Kyle. Mm-hmm. I think the you need a slutty face thing, I think is a lie. Oh, I don't think that's real. Okay. I, like, yeah, but maybe it's the because idea it's that... so real for me, I can't imagine it not. <laughs> you need a slutty phase. It needs to be like ninety percent of Wait, your life. Yeah, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's something that you get out of your system. I think that male sexuality is what it is, and I don't think it's like I exhausted it all well, that one six okay. month period when I was twenty two. I'm good now. Like but I think that I think that that's a lie that we tell ourselves. You're a lie that I tell myself. <laughs> um, no, that's wrong. Like, I think the slutty phase is helpful, one, because you get to learn about sex and you get to learn like, oh, I like it like that and not like that. And that guy did that weird thing with my ear. And I want people to keep doing that. But like, don't do that thing to my toe. Like, I think you learn about things from that. I think you what? What's wrong with your toe? Don't do that thing with your You know what it is. And don't. And just don't. No, but it's also like. I think a lot of people, if you get into a relationship with the first person, you're like, oh, wait, what if there's someone better? Or what if, you know, like you get to kind the of... The person that thinks that will always think that. No, I don't think so. I think you, if you fuck a bunch of people, then you're like, now I have more data points and now I know a little bit more about what's good and bad. I think that it's actually a very healthy thing to like, yeah, have more data points to understand what the spectrum of how feeling sex, like relationship with someone, so that then you can understand when it feels good and right. How do you feel about the phrase, once a cheater, always a cheater? I disagree. Okay, good. Is that the right answer? What is cheating? It, that's between the two people yeah. that are in the relationship. Yeah. Okay, it, what is cheating? Do y'all have a, a cheating? What is, is cheating to you? Yeah, what, what are the boundaries? Well, cheating is anything outside the boundaries. Okay. <laughs> okay, smartass. What are the boundaries then? If I was to put you in separate rooms and give you a pen and a paper, would you write down your boundaries and would you have the same list? Like, have you have you gone through that formal process of saying, here they are? Yeah. We have, but it, I mean, again, it changes. Yeah, it's a constant kind of conversation. And it's written in pencil. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think the core of it is talking about things before they happen yeah and asking a like kind of checking in with each other about specific people or specific possibilities of things that could happen or that we want to happen and see where we both are about that is this a person by person situation like would you bring a person okay so any new person you'd be like hey i like this person or situation yeah person or situation because there are situations where you might not know who the person is but i feel like a big thing for me (laughs) (laughs) a big thing for me is that i want to know the person and i feel like this is something i don't hear about other open relationships 
Um, y- you want to know the person that Keegan that, is going to bang? Yes. Like, that, he, wants, okay. he wants to personally want to already know personal that connection. person. Oh, so you're not going to like do a non put a bag over my head and take loads kind of thing unless <laughs> Tom screens them first. <laughs> yeah. And Tom's going to be like, yeah. uh, next, please. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, do you, what do you think that changes for you? Like, if you imagine into Geegan has sex with a stranger, what discomfort does that bring up that knowing them mitigates for you? I don't fully know. I think it's a trust issue. Like, if I know the person or if I have some sort of connection with the person, I can have a more full understanding of what happened. And if I don't know the other person, then I'm hearing what Keegan tells me, which is probably the truth. But I I have no, like, I have no way of checking that. Mm-hmm. Not that I even would. I, I just want to know that I could. Huh. Trust but verify, just like Russia. Are you talking about how we treat Russian intelligence? Because it's trust and never verify inside yeah, of the truth. It Reagan? Reagan said that, oh, that our foreign policy with the a... Soviet Union is that we should trust but uh, verify when it was the nuclear deproliferation yeah, treaty. Yeah, it's changed. It's yeah, changed we got rid of then. the verify part. <laughs> just, 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 just obey. Trust, At yeah, least obey. once an episode, I have to be reminded that I'm in my 40s. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any specific rules about, like, condoms can't make out, can't... Like, don't stay the night. Like, do you have any specifics when you do hook up with someone? That's, again, on, like, a case-by-case basis. I feel like don't stay the night might be one. But clearly we haven't (laughs) set that as an across-the-board boundary. have, Have you then, in this time, in the three years, run into anything that was a new boundary that you figured out in the process and had to be like, oh, we need to, like, reset here? I mean, truthfully, not not a whole lot has happened. Okay, then let's get into how many people have each of you fucked since you opened it up. Fuck? Ooh, yeah. Fuck is a very fuck. specific word, so that oh. would be zero. Okay, blown... Uh, uh, Had sexual relations sure, with, yeah. like, Bill Clinton. Sure. How many people do you Bill Clinton? Two. Uh, more, more, more than two. Is that, <laughs> is that as much as you'd want to say? I'm... Do you want me to count right now? Mm-hmm. Yes. One. Oh, yeah, Mike two, is like that. <laughs> three, four, five, six, 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 six or seven. Six and a half. He <laughs> only got halfway. <laughs> um, I would think, especially when it's two dudes, there'd be this like comparison thing. That's what I think I would be jealous about if it was open of like, oh, I'm not fucking as many people as you. Tom, are you jealous? <laughs> no, but I do think it's funny that like I was the one who reintroduced this topic oh. of conversation, <laughs> and then you've had more action than me. The, like the, on, the only <laughs> the only people that Tom has fooled around with since we've opened it, it I, I was there too. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I like I like the hey, I have a crush on someone. Can we open up? And Keegan's like, yup. <laughs> Later. <laughs> I got places to be, people to be inside. Uh, <laughs> Are there, what's the most unexpected thing out of opening a relationship that you found? Was it Dan? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about him. The, the yep, Patreon, yep, Patreon yep. episode. Yep. Uh, no, but what was the most unexpected thing? I think it's the, just our relationships with other gay men. Like, even if nothing's happening, there's not. So I feel like when we were monogamous, like there would be a little bit of a wall. Like, this is another gay man. He's a threat. And now Mm. that wall isn't there. 
And I feel like I've made a lot of really close friends that I might not have just because like we define our relationship as being more open than it was. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it is just like a, a different mindset of like walking into relationships and seeing what they become and not prescribing what they have to be um, or limiting what they have to be. Do you think overall, just in the context of your relationship, that it has been a net positive? Yes. yes. Why? Communication. Like, we've, we've had to talk about more things than we did before. Yeah, a lot less is just assumed in hmm. how we relate to each other and other people. Hmm. Do you... So you, you know, we, hmm. like, everything about the other person, the situation, everything. Is it just out of you need to know that information to feel secure or is there any kind of like I'm into hearing about it like it turns me on to hear about it very very into hearing about you it. are Keegan <laughs> oh yeah I would like more things to happen so that I can hear about them <laughs> okay <laughs> you need Tom to get down <laughs> I don't need Tom to get down, but that would be great. That's also, so interesting. He's blushing a little bit. I, 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 I'm here yeah. for it. It's yeah. <laughs> Tom, do you like? Do you? Is that enjoyable to hear about? I don't know. I, I want the facts. <laughs> the facts. I want the facts. It's true. You want the facts, but, but not the details. Yeah. Oh, why not the details? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Huh. You're a little bit of that. It is. I'm like constantly like. Oh yeah, you're you're into that dude. Go for it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. That's one of the things I feel like is great in gay relationships. I feel like you're more likely than straight relationships to be like. I just like, even if it's as simple as checking out people together and talking about it. Like that's hot to me. Like yeah, I like hot. looking at like. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, do you see that guy's ass? Like it could lift. 15 pounds on its <laughs> on a good day i don't know <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, but like yeah. if you can be in a mon- monogamous relationship and that can be a fun thing to do so you can get on apps together and look at people and like flirt with people together and you don't who i was just writing back a listener about this like there's a like i think were you lot, sexting a listener no <laughs> i was answering a question with like he's not it, you mike i know I am not, <laughs> which is why it would have been a big no i it was just like i mean the advice was it sucks to catch your partner on an app so if someone's into that then why don't you get on the apps together why don't you look for dudes together you don't even have to have any intention of fucking you can like hey this guy looks hot oh yeah he does he didn't reply to me oh he's replying to me cool let me see his pictures when he sends you know like that whole like flirting and like thing you can do together on apps mm-hmm. we've never been on any of the apps <sighs> okay no. when you say never do you want because to? when we got Wait, together the apps did not exist they were, sure. so yeah. you've yeah. never 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 never, never. You yeah, were on okay, Cupid. I think I was I was on Manhunt. Oh yeah, <laughs> in college. Yep, I remember that. Was that part of you fucking the whole town? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Do you do you ever think about downloading them or getting on them? No. Yes. <laughs> because because for you, okay because for you because for you it's the, the there's a there's a personal connection there. Yeah. So yeah. this is just like inviting randos into your life, which exactly. you're not down for. No. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So, question. Bad segue. Here I go. Um, so, Tom, you said that you have only hooked up with people while Keegan was there. 
do yeah. you do you intend to hook up with people when Keegan is not there? Yes. You're like you're working on it. Is ben, this a scary been... thing? Is this a big move for you? Like, yeah. I I mean I think I'm working on it. I don't know when I'm hitting on someone and when they're hitting on me. Um, <laughs> Great. <laughs> He's been trying. He's been trying real hard. Okay. But yeah, I would like that. It would be a big thing for me though. Like I've only really been with Keegan and like gave one other guy a blowjob. Who? Are they in this room right now? No. <laughs> Where's Dan? Yeah. <laughs> do you, I, I keep saying open relationship. Is that how you define? Like, how do you? Call, what do you call it? I often refer to it as like slightly open. Slightly yeah. open. Okay. Like, I say like open in theory. Yeah. Like, like the door is ajar. <gasps> I exactly said that, what we said in the G. I said that too. That okay. That that is officially the phrase. It is a jar. Okay. The door is a jar. The door is a jar. As is my anus. Um, <laughs> There's a jar in your anus. <laughs> you don't know. You oh my god! Did you have you ever seen one of those? Yes. Like, wait, wait, what? What? There was that. It was a long ass time ago. There was a long. It was a long time ago. There was a dude that like made videos of him putting jars up his ass. No, I did not see that. That is not I what I did. I can't do yes it. To. I'm already like so anxiety that it's gonna break. <laughs> and then bro. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh, yeah. real bad. Oh, real bad. Oh, oh. Now I'm eyeballing these wine bottles and yeah. thinking. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it, Kyle. I'm just thinking for now. You don't own me. Um, I can't make you do it. You, not do it you had differing views of uh apps so tell me about that we'll start with tom why is your answer no and you was very firm no yeah i mean i feel like mike said like i'm not interested in randos like i want to know someone and for and, that to maybe go somewhere and and your view of apps is that you that's not a possibility i guess so maybe i just don't know how they work but yeah i i guess so that is something i will just posit for you to reflect on is that it is possible to legitimately ugh, meet up with people and get to know them first, which is so <laughs> stupid. It's, it's the worst part about gay culture. We're not that different, Tom. And you seem like you yeah. have less of an issue with randos. Yes. Do you prefer randos? Prefer? I don't think I prefer randos. I, that's just not a non-starter for me. Mm-hmm. And Tom will come around in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go to break, I wanted to ask you guys if there is a couple who's been around for a long time, however you define that long time, and they are on the fence about whether or how to pursue an, a more open relationship than what they have. Do you have any advice? Communicate, communicate, yeah. communicate. Talk about everything. <laughs> like, even if it's uncomfortable, just like talk about it and then talk about it more. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? I feel like I can't say enough. Just like communicate. <laughs> I feel like I can talk to Keegan about anything at all. Hmm. Yeah, I do too. Barf, that's <laughs> dumb. Yep. All right, that's a good time. Should we take a the break? The only time I gag like this is when I take a. You know what I'm. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. 
So are we back? We're back. We're back. <laughs> We're back. We're going to yeah. We're going to do our gays and straightest. We're going to do our gays and straightest, but, but first, first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. Oh wait, we didn't ask our guests cuz they're our friends. Do y'all want to plug anything? Do y'all care oh, about yeah, anything? Oh yeah, that's true. You, you can. Do you, Tom, you you're on Meals Instagram. On wheels. Oh no. Oh no. Meals yeah. on Wheels. Have your, have your pets spayed or neutered? <laughs> like, do, do. Have your Bob Barker spayed or neutered? Um, nothing? Uh, n- no. Okay, cool. Yes. Then our website is Gage. Um, all of our social media is at Gage Podcast on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Twitter. Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is... 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. And our email is gmail. At gayishpodcast.com. <laughs> okay. Well, you take can take the easy one. <laughs> uh, if you want to send us stuff in the mail, it's P.O. Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Mm. Sorry, I started drinking before we got to that. Okay. Great. While Kyle is choking, do the four R's. Rate, <laughs> review, subscribe, and recommend. Yeah. It helps us out. It really does. Yeah. It helps a lot. Uh, if there's one thing we know about me, it's that she chokes a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Did I just say the Polari word of the week? <laughs> she. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> that, just, that was a weird segue. into. Yes. Okay. I picked this word. It's going to be real quick because it's the word she. Oh, you weren't kidding. No, I wasn't. The Polari <laughs> word of the week. I'm so excited. Yes. Yes. Okay, it is good. she, which you know the definition. She. I mean, you know that people like gay men will refer to each other as she. Um, but I just loved, I'm holding the, uh, the Polari book that you ordered, which is called Fantabulosa, a dictionary of Polari and gay slang. If you want to get it, it has two Ken dolls that are actually kind of hot. I would open a relationship with them. Um, okay. First it's one used on women, which like, this is not sure. a good, like style, <laughs> sure. like stylized, yeah, like what? dictionaries. I mean, the vibrators should, are used in women. I know. <laughs> yeah. And then two, or to refer to a gay man again, like this is not framed like the oxford dictionary would have things to say bitch mm-hmm. um and then three this is the one i really like to refer to a to heterosexual men sometimes in order to deliberately undermine a case of self-assured masculinity yeah, yeah. like that's the <laughs> that was my favorite part is like sometimes it's using like oh like she's being super mask and needs to calm the fuck down yeah absolutely so um, she she um that's one of the things like polari has made its way into everyday language and that seems like just one of them it makes me feel a little better about like i I worry about pronouns because pronouns are important oh yeah i told you that that was wrong wait did we have this conversation on the podcast or off multiple times on the podcast oh okay well you know that i'm right and you're wrong about this right yes okay cool that doesn't mean it's not worth talking about oh okay well do you want to say it again Sometimes I think like, oh, I'm saying she to whoever in my life who is like usually a gay man, almost usually, almost always a gay man. Uh, is that appropriation? No, it's that's misgendering somebody on purpose. No, for, it's not. It, 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 see, great. Because she is not. I'm glad we had this talk, Kyle. I mean, it's just the answer. <laughs> I guess we've said it enough that we don't have to rehash. But yeah, okay, gayest and straightest. Let's do our gayest and straightest. Uh, Do you want me to start? Sure. I'll start. Okay, great. We'll go around the circle. Yep. Okay. The gayest thing about me today was Costco. We went to Costco and we <laughs> bought snacks because we're on a retreat and we bought a bunch of food. And like the Tacoma Costco of all places, mm-hmm. was, it was hot. Like there was like lots of dudes at the Tacoma Costco. T- uh, for people that don't know Tacoma, <laughs> Seattle Tacoma, Tacoma is like the ugly stepsister. <laughs> Sorry, Tacoma ends. 
I mean, Seattle is the new uh, like chandelier hanging in the foyer, and Tacoma is the shit. <laughs> it's the it's the, it, the it, shit in the shit pot. <laughs> What? Like, like, like Tacoma to Seattle is St. Paul to Minneapolis. Oh, that doesn't help. It, it, that is, is, it is yes, Fort yes. Worth to Dallas. Like, it's the, it just, there's a, there's an imbalance. It's, yeah. the, it's the other one. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Anyway, I was very surprised by how hot some of the dudes at the Tacoma Costco mm-hmm. were today. And you pointed out one dude that you were like, I bet he would choke you. And like, <laughs> boy, if I didn't know for sure that he was straight because he was like pulling around heavy things in a cart angrily. Like, yeah. were they children? <laughs> no. Then how do you know? I don't. And I'm making assumptions, but he was definitely straight. He did look straight. He, he had a straightness about him. Yes. And yes. a big old vein run down each bicep, which, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, the <laughs> the straightest thing about me this week. <sighs> oh, what? The straightest thing about me this week, because all gay people are poor, is just <laughs> how angry I have been about the stock market. I'm like, every mm. day I open up my app and I'm like, that's a lot of red zeros, <laughs> <laughs> which is not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel pretty, pretty straight, like to care but then again it's going down so that's kind of (laughs) gay that's true it balances out (laughs) keegan keegan oh oh yeah me yep um so my gayest is that i bought a rowing machine this week Mm. um we we have a friend who is moving and he can't fit it in his apartment is this a friend or a quote unquote friend i mean a friend of tom <laughs> is it Tom friend or quote unquote friend? Friend. Ooh, that didn't help me. Okay. <laughs> friend who has sent an eggplant emoji. Oh, <laughs> this is eggplant. Okay. Yeah. He's down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's gayest. A yeah. soon to be penetrated friend. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> and my straightest is we're in the middle of the coronavirus outbreak. In the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak. Yes, yeah. And I hate hand sanitizer and bleach wipes. Mm-hmm. And so I don't use them. Mm-hmm. I still wash my hands. Hate is a strong word. Why do you hate them? Mm, they just feel bad. Okay. Yeah. Like socks on my dick. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. That's apparently oh, a, a controversial uh, thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't want hand sanitizer on my dick. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no that's a good, good plan. I mean, they do say to... Like, wipe down anything you touch most often. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, my uh, straightest thing is that I ran out of underwear this morning and had to do underwear, um, which I assume, like, gay people seem like they should just have a plethora of cute <laughs> underwear at the ready at any, like, for any given occasion. Or at least, like, a, like a tissue disposal. Yes. <laughs> yes. <of them>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need to get my disposable gloves out of this, like, yeah. Uh, so I had to do some laundry. Um, and my gay, <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed about this, but my gayest is I was wiping my butthole, <laughs> <laughs> and and my finger just kind of went in. <laughs> I didn't need it. Like I was, I was trying to be good. Like I was trying to get it good. Like I just like kind of like do a good wipe down. To be fair, your fingers are tiny. So and like, that's true. They fit real well. They're they're like a ta- a thumbtack. Um, no, it was just like it was not on purpose, and I was just like, "Whoo, hi!" <laughs> like I just uh, yeah. Buy me a drink first, hey, me. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, Tom. Cool. My straightest was that I bought a car. 
Yeah. And I went with like a sexy car. What car? <laughs> a Mazda. <clears throat> um, and I like negotiated. <clears throat> I don't even know if I did a good job. But <laughs> How much did you get? Did you get some dollar amount off? We Yeah, some... Cool. Some dollar amount. <laughs> that's that's yeah. you negotiated. Yeah, it went down from the number. <laughs> <laughs> Again, going it's, down is gay. It's okay, and it's red. It is red. Yeah, yeah. yeah. excellent work. It's lovely. Buying a car makes me so nervous. Like the idea, just oh my god, it was it's awful. like something you bring your dad to. And I know again, that's know. also a stereotype He's and a gendered like, thing. But like in my mind, it's like this is your, what your dad is born for. Yeah. I, I did call him mm-hmm. in the middle of, of it. I was like, am I doing this right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Gaius, so I bike a lot and I follow... One of the things I like least about you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've started, I've recently started following other bikers on Instagram, mostly because they're hot <laughs> in their like spandex. Mm-hmm. And then this morning, I'm, I know I'm going to go on a long bike ride, and I put on my spandex. I'm like, I have to take pictures <laughs> and put this on my Instagram as thirst posts. Yeah. That's definitely happening. <laughs> Gayest thing I can, I've heard all year. <laughs> Instagram, you're right. <laughs> thirst traps on Instagram, that's just like so gay. Okay. Um, so that's it. That's it. A th- Special thank you. They're all special. A special thank you to Keegan and Tom for being here. Thank, thank you, so, you much. so much for being on. We appreciate it. This is usually where people say you're welcome, but that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to do anything you don't want to. They, 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 thanks for having us sure, on. Okay, this okay. was fun. That felt very authentic. Cool. I mean, we, we wouldn't have had an episode <laughs> without it you guys. It's very quiet. <laughs> um, and thank you to... Um, oh yeah, Chase the math teacher for correcting my um, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory knowledge. Yep, and thanks to whatever the guy that did the research study whose last name was Spears. That's all I remember about him, and that's all that matters. Great, Brittany. Brittany? Uh, it was some her uncle Justin Spears or <laughs> something like that. Justin Timberlake Spears. Oh my God, is he Justin Brittany's love child <laughs> that they had when they had that one night that everyone was like they fucked in a hotel room? Okay, okay, that's it. Sorry, that's it. That's it. <laughs> this has been Gage. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Guy Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. Open up. Yeah, I'm open to that. <laughs>